absolutely love it. It's a tyranny day show. Freak out! <laughs> and for the record, it is a Taryn and Dez show. Shout out to one Dave Spivak. <laughs> Poor Dave. I love that we just like oh, created him. Like we immortalized him here in our intro. So it was what 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 cruise was that on this most recent cruise on Triple Whammy? Mm-hmm. Or was that on the second cruise? I think it was. I think it was on the most because that's why it's, we're using it now. I think is because we Did got I, it on the. I don't know, honestly. Yeah, because remember, there's pictures of me rocking out to him with the with the Desi Bear shirt on. So I think that was when I was wearing the Desi Bear stuff. Okay. I think Taryn still has all the files on her phone here to check it out. But yeah, that was definitely one of those. Um, I think it was because at that point we already knew him pretty well. So uh, for for those listening, what we're talking about, if you watch any episode of the Taryn and Dez show, in the intro, it's part of the intro clip, you have the montage of, you know, start with John Cena talking, Jericho mentions the official party podcast. Get past them and get to Dave Spivak. uh, (laughs) But then eventually Dave Spivak on stage saying, hello, Dez and Taryn. And then Taryn, of course, correcting him, saying, go ahead, Taryn. Saying, holy fuck, Dave. It's Taryn and Dez. Holy, always forget about me, fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's TDS. It's not, uh, let's see, DTS. Wow, I don't know why it took me long, as long as it did to think of that, but... <laughs> Because I was like, well, the S still stands for show. It would still be at the end regardless, but. I just still can't get over the fact that you're like, yeah, we got John Cena and Chris Jericho opening the segment. But yeah, Dave Spivak, though, at the end, very end. It's time. Are you ready? Let's go. And welcome to Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Cadillac, here for a, a very fun episode that, I don't know, as soon as we made mention that let's let's get this going, I said, oh man, this is going to be a blast. We are here with, representing the Taryn and Dez show, Taryn herself and Dez himself. Taryn, Dez, how are you guys doing today? Doing pretty damn good, Cadillac. Just another day in a beautiful life up here in the Arctic. All right. The only thing missing, I it's like I, I said from here on out, we'll do Facebook Live on special occasions, and I'm I'm wishing we had everything worked out where we could have been on Facebook Live today because I'm like, well, this is definitely a special occasion. It's definitely something that'd be fun, but uh, we will still give a audio treat here. So, well, I mean, whatever works, right? That's right. So, I'm just. Go from the get go. Uh, does this so you had the Desstro show, uh, your own kind of podcast radio ahead of time? It was uh, TDS was a stem from Des show. How how Desstro show? How'd this work out exactly? Let's kind of talk about the origin story of TDS here. Yeah, so um, I I came up to Terry and I said, hey, like you know, there's really there's an opportunity here for us to do a podcast, for us to do some really really cool stuff together. Um, I was already on the radio for Cabin Radio here in the Northwest Territories, and I was already doing the Desro show as kind of like a podcast that I was trying to get off the ground. Um, so it was just like, yo, let's let's do this natural progression of it. So it just sort of like became like the Desro show went off on Cabin Radio, and it's just it became sort of like the music hour that I was doing, where okay. I could just sort of chat and whatever. Um, but it was mostly music. So TDS became the vehicle for us to do these awesome things like having our friends on talking about the cruise, you know, we're getting, we're getting some wrestlers on, we're talking to musicians and stuff that have been on the cruise and it's just been a wild ride, man. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, both you and Taryn have both been guests on the Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast before, never at the same time. And I mean, you kind of hinted it out already. We all, you guys have known each other longer and I've known either one of you, but we all know each other essentially through the Jericho cruise. So, 
So, yeah. Taryn, Taryn, was it meant to you since starting TDS? What is it meant to me? Yeah, like, I don't know. how's it been Man, for it's you? Just like, it's like my outlet. The, I mean, for at the beginning there, Dan, Des was running me pretty dry because I used to get, like, blackout drunk on every single episode, and he was bringing in guests every single day of the week while I'm working a full-time job. So I'm just working all day long, getting home, have to quickly get blasted, do TDS, continue the party, go to bed, wake up for literally, it was like three weeks straight. Des was just like running me dry. But I mean, it was fun. I wouldn't go, I wouldn't take it back. I probably said <laughs> some pretty wild stuff for sure. And, you know, it was just chaos. But I mean, it's like my outlet, right? So. Yeah, it's, for those of you who haven't seen the Taryn and Des show, number one, highly recommend it. And you guys do a good job. Um, and you coming with more and more of a format these days and uh, other than, you know, hey, we have this guest. Let's talk about these things, you know, kind of like Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast. I still don't have much of a format for this show. But, <laughs> um, but it no, it's just. Time, man. It takes time to find that, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, you guys, you guys really have a good thing going now. Uh, of course, you have your, your producer. Hobo Ted, who uh, I will refrain from my comments on him at this time. For those who've listened to the most recent episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk, we all know how I feel about Hobo Ted. But uh, but no, he's he's done a great job for your show. Um, and then of course managing the the comments, pulling up the comments throughout on Facebook Live. And yeah, you guys just there's segments, there's structure. It's I'm really as a friend of yours, I'm just really pleased and uh, proud of the progression that Taryn and the uh, Taryn and Des show has had since day one. It's been, been quite great to see. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've tried out lots of different things. Some work, some didn't. So we just keep on going with the flow out here in these streets, boys. So yeah, thanks man. That's awesome. Johnny. That means a lot, you know, cause you've been watching like since day one, you know, you used to watch Dean and I on triple D, you know, and yeah. you've been a big kind of TDS and what we're doing here. So we really appreciate you know, you being a part of the live chats, you know, because it is, it's it's a really fun thing that we're doing. And uh, we're just going up and up. You know, 2023 is the year for TDS, for sure. 100%. I mean, and we are the official party podcast of the Jericho Cruise. I was wanting to bring that up. Sale. But yeah, what I mean, how cool is that for you guys? Like Jericho himself has gone online for anyone to see Jericho going live and said, yes, indeed, Taryn and Dez showed the official party podcast of the Chris Jericho Cruise Four Leaf Clover. How cool is that for you guys? Uh, Des, you can take that one first. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's it's super crazy because like for you know for Chris to acknowledge us as this, you know, is is just nuts. It's it's something that's super fun. You know, obviously we're all over the cruise, we're all over the boat, uh, we're having a lot of fun. And so the fact that, you know, we're being recognized as that is just it's neat. <laughs> That is well, such a backhanded compliment. <laughs> it's really neat. Taryn, do you have anything you'd like to add to this? Um, yeah, I mean, Des, was, Des wasn't wrong when he said it was neat. Yeah. Super neat. <laughs> Neato. Neat ski, you know? So, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is, but I don't know. I mean, I think it's cool. Me and Des met on the Jericho Cruise, and then to build up from being complete strangers and creating what we did with TDS and then, you know, being recognized by the old, the old man himself, you know, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you guys, do you guys have any plans, like anything up your sleeve? I don't want you to give away secrets by any means, but like have plans of what you plan on doing as far as the Taryn and does show on the Jericho cruise then? Um, yeah, I mean, we, we do have some ideas that we're, we're tossing around with the producer of TDS for sure. Um, we don't really have anything up our sleeves. We like to wear muscle shirts, so we can't really tuck anything up there. And I mean, Desi the Pooh Bear here—he he doesn't even wear the bottom half of his shirt, just hassle. So we can't can't even hide anything uh, in there. So exactly. I mean, I mean exactly. if you if you want to know, I mean, come find TDS on the Jericho Cruise. That's all I got. That's really how Donnie Donny literally sat in between us on the third Jericho Cruise and plopped down and said, "You know, so when after you guys gonna book me on your show?" And that was exactly the moment we knew we had to have that little bastard on our show. Exactly. <laughs> little Donnie. Man, we watched that kid grow up. Yeah. My, he shot his shot with us, and guess what? It uh, turned into him getting a little booking on old Terry and Desho. 
There you go. And that totally, I think that would have honestly happened as soon as we could have. I don't, you don't want to approach a kid and be like, Hey, you want to be on a podcast that, you know, we're <laughs> frank, like us swearing all the time on and stuff. But the fact that he has been growing up on the cruise and his parents are so cool, you know, uh, it was just like a, it was like a thing where it was like, it'd be cool to have a feature. But the fact that he wanted to do a whole episode, it was like, yeah, man, cool. Yeah. I think he was, I want to say he was the only kid on the last Jericho cruise at triple whammy with like, all the COVID procedures we had and the fact that we all had to be vaccinated at that point. I don't remember seeing any other, any other miners on that ship other than him. I could be wrong, but. I feel like this is a trap. I feel like. No, no. It's a trap. It's a trap. (laughs) But yeah, no. And did you guys notice any miners on the boat? Did you guys scout any kids? Like, (laughs) no. Kind of, we refrained from from that. Um, right. <laughs> our one, our one buddy had to go get some drinks, and he left his his son sitting by me. And I was like, "God damn, why am I babysitting? Like, <laughs> I have, why am I babysitting?" Then some old coog rolled up, and I'm gonna not say the kid's name because you know he's underage at the time. He's eight, he's he's 18 now, so it's a legal drinking age in Alberta. But I mean. Poor kid sitting beside me. His dad's gone, and this old coog rolled up, and was like trying to pick this kid up. And I was like, "You get the hell out of here! Like, what are you doing?" <laughs> so then I, of course, had to like kick it up and be like, "Yo, beat it, like Michael Jackson." Beat. <laughs> but so I, I don't know. No, turn, turn, and I can say this from experience because, especially on Triple Whammy, I hung out with you guys more. Oh, I could safely say I hung out with you more on that cruise than I did the first two cruises, where I was still kind of stranger to you guys, especially on the first one. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, always a good time. I, I don't think there's ever ever a dull or boring moment, and even if it's just sitting back, and drinking a couple drinks, and uh, chatting or seeing what does has to say to Ken Barry next or whatever else, it's a uh, Always a good time, never a dull moment. I can safely say that with you too. <laughs> well, and, and my rebuttal to that comment saying it's always a good time, I mean, you might as well call us Trooper out here, boys, because we're here for a good time, not a long time, you know? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Couldn't have said it any better myself. <laughs> but well, I mean, you said half of it. <laughs> well, fair enough. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> do you think, I don't know, this is kind of an off-the-wall question, but if the so the pandemic happens and it's the the age of of the Zoom calls and and everything getting their like huge not I don't even want to say launch but that's where they took off seemingly everywhere where people couldn't get together in person and very much so a blessing in doing well for example the TDS show um, do you think it would have been something that you would have still had up in the works had the pandemic not happened. Um, well, I mean, uh, the there was a large group of us that before even COVID hit, we would do uh, Facebook video calls. Okay, like that that was always something very heavy in our like and friend get stuff, group. Right? Yeah, yeah, because like we we're all in such different places, it's the only way we could all get together and communicate. So the group calls has has been a, a large thing for us since cruise one. After cruise mm-hmm. one, we just kind of started doing them and you know talking on the phone every day, and then you know if. People wanted to, um, you know, not want to partake in cruise fam stuff. Like we, me and Des, we'd have to band together and oust them from the group essentially. And and they were no longer welcome in the calls and they're not in Zooms anymore. And we just don't keep them around. So you want to F around, they're going to find out. That's pretty much that. Yeah. And and I think like, what's that? No, go ahead. Go ahead. So, and so I think, yeah, definitely the pandemic gave us, you know, the sort of the vehicle to, uh, to launch it, but definitely with, you know, the way we, the way Taryn and I, just that chemistry of us just being bros and hanging out and having so many interests and having each other's backs, like the way she's had mine for so long, since literally like the first time I met her, didn't, I never knew who she was before we got on the first cruise. By the end of that first cruise, we were like just bonded because of like the sacrifices that she made, hashtag and Des, um, at the elevator, <laughs> which is a total story in itself. Uh, but man, like, let me tell you, like, we were gonna, we were on this train regardless. Uh, COVID definitely helped us because it gave us that everybody's already at home. So we have a built in audience of our friends. And now we're getting a little bit of a, like, traction in our chats, which is a really fun thing for us, right? Doing Facebook lives because you get to read the chats in live time. 
So, I mean, yeah. I, I think your guys' friendship kind of st- blossomed both on the Jericho cruise, both Canadian, and that was, was there a moment where you bumped into each other and found out you had the similarities? Do you remember how kind of how your guys' friendship started? I can absolutely tell you how our friendship started. I want to so, hear it. Cruise number one. One person specifically, the only person I knew on that boat, messaged me and said, book the cruise. So I go, yeah, for sure. Which it's talent. So I'm like, I'm not even going to be around this person. So my smart ass books the cruise by myself. I fly to Miami there three days before the cruise by myself. Um, I thought it was smart to take a walk to the, the beach on South Beach. So that's where I was staying. And um, I, I'm not too sure um, what nationality the, the fellow was. Um, but I was walking on the beach and in the little path, he, I got grabbed and he said, you're coming with me. And I'm like, no, the hell I am. And he's like, no, no, you come with me. And I said, no, no, no. And he said, yeah, we drink. And I, and I said, oh no, I don't drink. And he started like kind of pulling my arm a little bit, which kind of freaked me out. Right. So I just like found this like random group of people kind of standing close. And I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm meeting my boyfriend right there. And then Buddy, like, looked both ways and then ran off. And I was like, holy shit, I just about got black marketed or something, you know? Like, it was it was pretty scary. So I, I got a 12-pack of Twisted Tees and went back to my hotel. So I was scrolling on the, the Jericho Cruiser page. And I see that there's two Canadians. There's a bunch of people on South Beach from this cruise. But the two that stuck out was the two Canadians. If you're Canadian, you know other Canadians. They're just safe people. So I reached out to uh, Des and his buddy, and I mean, I I walked down from South Beach and and or from my hotel to where they were, and we met, and we just got blasted on the on the boardwalk there, and you know that was that was kind of it. We got subway at three in the morning, met crazy eyes, you know, it was it was wild. It was a wild time, and that's how we actually met. So Des he- and his buddy took me in, this sad little lonely Canadian girl. <laughs> Well, it was hilarious because from, from the other side of the, the coin, we were having dinner and we got the message of like, yo, hey, so there's this girl's like here alone, like she wants to come check it out. And we we're like, for sure. And then I said, like, you know, there's no obligation here, right? Like, I think we were pretty clear, right? When you sat down, it was just kind of like, if it's not working out, we can just have dinner and then we don't have to like make this a thing or we don't, you know, no hard feelings if there's no, like, if it's not going to be cool. It's not going to be and a forced right away, We hit it off. We're laughing about the same things. Before we left that table was when we realized that we all shared something in common. It's when we were getting drunk, we all had this crazy lazy eye that would go on. So we became, we started thinking about like what, like, man, because we're Canadians, we're a little, we're a group here. And I tell you, man, those bulldogs that they serve you and those drinks, those big, huge cups with the beers in them and all the tequila and stuff, like that shit will light fires. You could light, you could drop that on a fire and it would like fuel the fire. That's how much booze is in this and so, like, we had so much fun. And I think that was when Taryn said, like, hey, you know, like, the drunk-eyed Canadians. So we were like, yo, we're a, we're a faction now. This is the whole thing. And we rolled in with a couple of people from the UK, old Carl and Liz. And we became the Commonwealth Connection that night. So we had friends before the cruise even started. Like, that's how this kicked off. And then for, like, every day, I think, in Miami, we hung out before the boat. Yep. Yeah, every day I'd, well, and, and, and these boys were actually nice. Every night they would walk me back to my hotel, make sure I got in safe. Uh, we'd, everyone would go to bed. I'd get up, get ready, and walk down to the, the beach and meet these fools. And, you know, we would just do it all over again. So Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so a friendship that technically blossomed through the Jericho cruise, but actually started before the cruise itself. Yeah. That, yeah, based solely on that. On the cruise, I don't know if that could have happened on the cruise. Right, there's just so much happening on the boat all the time that it's hard to just like. I mean, yeah, you're meeting new people and stuff, but I, I don't know. It would have been, I think, it would have been a little bit harder to uh, to make that without without that pre pre cruise visit. Well, yeah, yes and no, but like if you if you look at how I connect with people, yeah. if they're a part of the Commonwealth, instantly I'm just zoned with them, and I'm like, hell yeah. Old- old queen elizabeth and rest her soul because i will not call the other one king i will not do it but you know like and and that's where we met a lot of our friends is based on 
all these countries being Commonwealth. Like Des said, Carl and Liz, and then we got Pistol Pete, um, Haley and Oliver. We're all Commonwealth countries, so we have something in common. We all have the Queen on our money. You know, we all have very, very similar values in life because we're Commonwealth. No offense to the Americans listening at home, but the Commonwealth are just a, a different breed. I mean, look at Jericho himself. He's Commonwealth as shit. Loves Canada, you know? So, you know, even talent, that's, uh, if they're Canadian, I'll be like, yo, we're from Canada too. And it just automatically strikes up a conversation with them because it's Canada. Everybody loves Canada. Who do who doesn't love Canada? Okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm smiling and thinking back to when, when Taryn was on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast and all just the Canadian wrestling conversations we were having and all the different Canadian wrestlers we talked about. Of course, Bret Hart and Tyson Kidd and among so many others. And just bringing back some positive memories here. What what, what were the negatives? Oh, no, there weren't. But Oh, well, the way you said that, I was like, wait, what was the negative? Though? <laughs> oh, those darn caveats. But no, 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 uh, no negative thoughts from me here, so... Well, you know why? It's because we don't have a certain uh, person to gaslight us and bring us down. That's true. That's true. All positivity here. That's how Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast wants to be. Positive comments. Friends getting along. No negativity. <laughs> yeah, we don't so, we don't like El Salvadorian snakes around here. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. enough about him. <laughs> yeah. Wait, who are you talking about? I was talking about steaks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Does Damn, it... John. I think you got the, the negatives, not me. I was yeah, talking about cross wires steaks. happening here on the old Caddy Chat uh, Wrestling okay, Talk so, podcast. That's, that's one thing I really do like about the Tan and Dead show is, I mean, so, again, friends through the Jericho Cruise met before the cruise. That's, oh, man, I love that story. Love that. And I, I've never even heard – I've heard parts of that story, but I've never actually heard the whole story until coming on here. So that's uh, – I love it. I love it. I really do. But one thing I really like about TDS, though, too, is you know you have like a, kind of a wrestling fan-based audience. Uh, a lot of people that um, know you guys as either through the cruise or just connections you've made since then. Um, a lot of uh, through wrestling connections, whatever else. But that's the thing about the Turn and Dead show where you talk about wrestling here and there. You have wrestlers on from time to time. It's not just wrestling talk, though. And I... I remember being all concerned because Des, you and I were getting ready to bring back the cold start and we were going to talk about survivor series. And then I see Taryn and Des show doing survivor, the series. And I missed the word done. I was, wait, hold on. What's going on? And you're like, no, no, no. We're talking about survivor. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we're pretty versatile, uh, gang gang for sure. I mean, I love wrestling, but I love music more. And, you know, there's right. so much more to us as people. Yeah, wrestling absolutely is number one. But, you know, there's there's some 1.5, some twos out there in my life. So, I mean, that's, we bring that in and just, we were, go with the punches, man. Uh, visit down memory lane a little bit with TDS, the show itself. Are there one or two guests that really stuck out to you guys as like, episodes or interviews that was a favorite to you on on you know the what? show yeah um i'm gonna go with uh on the one of the top ones is uh having kickaxe on there and it being a four hour just absolute shit show i don't even know if it even exists anymore because it was absolute chaos <laughs> but i mean that one was pretty good I mean, the other one that is really highlight is having Cheeseburger on last year in Miami before the cruise. And, you know, that was just chaos in its own <laughs> as well. Does you, uh, you have any thoughts as well? Well, I mean, I think the one that really rings out to me is something that shows us that we could do this. Like, if somebody wanted to put money on Taryn and Dez, like, in Alberta and give us a radio gig, um, I think the episode I would use as, a, as the resume would be the Lance Storm show. Okay. Uh, the Lance Storm interview was so good. We had so much fun. There was so much chemistry there. Um, and we just really got to have a lot of fun with him. He's just an awesome dude. And I think that the way that we did it, the format we had, like we already kind of got some of the kinks out, you know, because a lot of it is free form, right? A lot of our early stuff and even now is just free form where we just live mic and 
we're hitting the, you know, it's, we're rallying. Um, but definitely Lance Storm showed us that we could do something really fun and consistently and professionally. So that was, that's definitely what I'm using as a resume for us to get us something bigger. That's yeah. I mean, true. I, I, that one didn't even like, I don't know why that didn't register in my head, but that one was super fun. Um, and I mean, it was legit professional. I wasn't boozing. Des wasn't doing his stuff, you know, like it was just right. a straight up interview. Yeah. And it was so fun. Like he's so good. We opened up. I didn't think he was going to get so involved with it, but we really like just because of his cold stoic, like sort of persona that he puts forward there. He opened up so much for us. It was so cool. Did did either one of you have that connection ahead of time or did somebody reach out and said, Hey, I have a connection to Lance Storm. You should have him on the show or how'd that work exactly? It was one of my friends here from the Northwest Territories that said, Hey, I went to school with Lance Storm. You should have him on your show. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Of course, we're a wrestling talk podcast. We'd love to do it. And uh, she's like, no, you should email him. So we did. And now, uh, you know, fucking Taryn's here just fucking keeping that flame lit. And we're just still talking to him here. You know, that connection's still open. So, I mean, maybe Lance comes back again. Maybe we get to do something with him live in the future somewhere. Like, it's crazy how these connections work. Absolutely. I just remember, like, the very start of that interview here. Oh, we're here with wrestling legend Lance Storm, and he's like, "Whoa, easy on the legend part." Like, it was like weird for him to think of himself as a wrestling legend, but any of us, and then he has his his training school up there too. And it's like, how would you not consider Lance Storm a wrestling legend? <laughs> Facts. That, that I mean, that's why I said it, right? Like, right, I, yeah. And I I believe I said it on that episode too. Growing up, I always loved Lance Storm. He he is a legend. He's a Canadian hero to me. So. I mean, mm-hmm. whether he says he is or not, to me, he is. So, you know. The fact that he doesn't want that title is even more of a legend. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well, I, you know, so for people who follow me on, on my personal Facebook page, I, I, I try to, try to boost positivity of people where I can, whether they need it or not, or do whatever else. Just look out for others. You know, raise others up. And one thing of the week is that what you're talking about. One thing I like to do is Legend of the Week, and I'll have people from time to time be like, "Hey, so how come I haven't made it on as Legend of the Week yet?" And I said, "You know, if if you're asking me where your Legend of the Week post is, how's that making you so legendary, right? Like, what if you're coming to me saying, you know, I've done so many things, I should be recognized? Like, I don't know. I, I feel like a legend doesn't have to tell you he's a legend. And Lance Storm, he's like, I don't think of the legend word. And so it's just it's so great, though. <laughs> I think, well, too, he, he could watch. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Okay. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I think I'm a legend, and I refer to myself as that all the time, and I just don't think that takes away from me. So Okay. Um, yeah. I yeah. feel personally victimized by that. Anyways, let's go on with what you were saying. Oh, and I think Lance was sort of taking it from the from the way that WWE uses it in that, like, you're retired, you're old, you're put out to pasture. So I think he was kind of like, yo, I'm not a legend yet. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like, I'm, I'm, I know where I'm at. Like, I'm upper tier, but I'm not, like, done. Right. right. Call me a legend when I'm done. Okay. <laughs> so he's not in the Hall of Fame yet or anything, but just wait. Just wait. <laughs> yeah, the fact that he's not in the Hall of Fame is kind of like, huh. Like he, I don't know. He get, he put the work in for sure, and he's trained enough people that are WWE stars now that you'd think there'd be some recognition somewhere. I'm so. I'm feeling uh, pretty positive, pretty optimistic that one day we'll see Lance Storm taking his place in the WWE Hall of Fame. I don't know when. Well, yeah, but I mean, I but, want it to happen sooner than before we see fucking Bozo the Clown and stuff in there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I, <laughs> they're just inducting everybody in there. Fucking pretty soon, ICP is going to be in the WWE Hall of Fame, and they haven't done anything for WWE. <laughs> Except for well, with the oddities, but still, <laughs> you're yeah. I, I get your point, and I I have no arguments against that. So um, now Good. one <laughs> one thing I mentioned to you guys the other night, and then of course we were all on some sort of misunderstanding coming into today. We're like, hey, this is a Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk interviewing TDS. We're all on the same page. Here we are. But I also said, hey, um, similar to your guys' show. Now, I know you, normally you have time to think things out and, like, plan things out ahead of time, whatever. I don't know. You know, I'm not in the creative on the TDS team and what what gets planned and what doesn't and what's, you know, on the fly. 
But I'm going to give you guys, you guys each have your own segments on your show um, for the fact of a radio, radio-based um, podcast. We'll uh, kind of edit the name of Taryn's segment a little bit, do the holy, holy piss segment of the week, and uh, um, it does his mark-out moment of the week. But uh, do you, uh, either of you have something ready for that? If you want to be on the spot here on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast, have your own segment for today's episode? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm in. Okay, sounds I'm good. <laughs> Des is laughing. Um, we'll give Des a minute to compose himself. Taryn, what's your uh, your oh. holy piss moment of the week? Damn, so I guess it is me just straight up on the spot. We're going to give Des a little bit of time. Yep. You know what? That's what it is. Holy piss, John. You're just going to put me on the spot like that? Why? Why me, buddy? You think I just came up with something? Because I didn't. But you know what, though? I do actually have a holy piss moment. I'm going to talk about something serious. There's somebody who logs in to TDS most every single week to put themselves over. They've been on our show a few times, which those shows have actually been erased because they're so inappropriate. Holy piss, nasty Leroy. You might be in the game for eight years, but you can't be telling people you're con your contract to AEW, man. It doesn't work like that. Just because you say it doesn't mean it's real. So, holy piss, Leroy. You need to settle down. I love it. I love it. Put you on the spot and you still had something ready and you delivered. Didn't expect anything less. <laughs> I had to. I actually had to think on that one because I, I was not ready at all. <laughs> so, Des, that gave you about uh, forty-five seconds, a minute, two minutes. Uh, do you have a markout moment of the week ready? So, initially, my markout moment of the week was going to be being on Caddy Chat here because I think it's really cool. We're doing a crossover episode and we're opening the Forbidden Door. Um, and then just hearing Taryn talk, I was listening to the story so much, I didn't think of anything better. So, my markout moment of the week is going to be being on the Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast because this is. Truly a crossover of crossovers here. Like bigger than Family Guy and the Simpsons. This is TDS and uh, Caddy Chat. <laughs> I absolutely the love it. show. Freak out. <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, it is uh, Taryn and Des show. Shout out to one Dave Spivak. <laughs> Poor Dave. I love that we just like oh, created them. <laughs> like we immortalized them here in our <laughs> intro. So it was what 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 cruise was that on this most recent cruise on Triple Whammy? Mm. Or was that on the second cruise? I think it was. I think it was on the most because that's why it's we're using it now. I think is because we got yeah, it on the. I don't know honestly. Yeah, because remember, there's pictures of me rocking out to him with the, with the Desi Bear shirt on. So I think that was when I was wearing the Desi Bear stuff. Okay. I think Taryn still has all the files on her phone here to check it out. But yeah, that was definitely one of those. Um, I think it was because at that point we already knew him pretty well. So uh, yeah. for, for those listening, what we're talking about, if you watch any episode of the Taryn and Dez show in the intro, it's, it's part of the intro clip. You have the montage of, you know, you start with John Cena talking. Jericho mentions the yeah, official party podcast. Just yeah. Get past them and get to Dave Spivak. And, uh, <laughs> but then eventually, you, Dave Spivak on stage saying, Hello, Des and Taryn. And then Taryn, mm-hmm. of course, correcting him, saying, Go ahead, Taryn. Saying, holy fuck, Dave. It's Taryn and Dez. Holy, always forget about me, fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's TDS. It's not, uh, let's see, DTS. Wow, I don't know why it took me long, as long as it did to think of that. but Because <laughs> I was like, well, the S still stands for show. It would still be at the end regardless, but... <laughs> I just still can't get over the fact that you're like, yeah, we got John Cena and Chris Jericho opening the segment, but yeah, Dave Spivak though at the end, very end. <laughs> I do want to actually talk about, so um, Taryn, you and I talked about when you were on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast, we we t- mentioned a little bit where uh, you did get John Cena to do a promo shout out for the Taryn and Dez show. Dez, how, what was your, did you have any inkling ahead of time or was this a complete surprise uh, from Taryn to you when, when you saw what John Cena did for you guys? 
So I remember there was, um, I can't remember if there was talks about it specifically, but I remember there was talks like, you know, obviously you're aware of stuff, right? So like, you're kind of like, okay, cool. And I don't remember, um, I think it was just like a literal, like, you've got to see this, you've got to see this. What are you doing? Was you, did you call me? And then you, I watched it live. That's yeah, what it was, I, uh, I, yeah, I call, I called Des and I recorded his reaction to the video actually. Yeah. That's what it was. I remember that now. Me and my Swiss cheese brain here. <laughs> Stuff comes in, yeah. just flies right through sometimes. Maybe he cried a little bit. Maybe he didn't. Yeah. That's for me to know, and the video never to be seen by anyone but Taryn and Dez. That is fair. The world <laughs> may never know, and that's okay. I just remember, yeah, we were on a Zoom call that night as friends, and anytime somebody new joined, joined the call, it's like, hey, check out this awesome video. So I, I saw it a handful of times that night, and it never got less awesome. <laughs> it was just... Man, let me tell you, though, I, it was super crazy because it's super niche. Like, I didn't see Wall Street. I never watched Wall Street growing up, right? So for him to make a total Wall Street video on us was like, this is really crazy. The fact that it's not just like, you know, hey, Terry and Des. It was a whole, like, thing, right? It was just like, what is this? And I remember watching it thinking, like, this is, like, legitimately, arguably, wherever. I think legitimately, but some think arguably. The top tier pro wrestler in North America. Um, you know, like he's carried WWE for so long. He, you could see his growth through his career and he's in this place where he's so happy with everything he's doing and he's doing films and he's just killing it at life. And there's this guy that said my name because again, you know, Taryn is like the best person in the whole fucking world that she's his best friend. She's the best friend that a friend could have. Um, really. And it's just like, fuck man. Like, he knows what TDS is, and he's taking time out of his day to do this? Like, and we can use it? Like, what? Like, what? <laughs> I just, yeah, mind-blowing. Easily. Mind-blowing. All of a sudden, the fact that when he was in the crowd at WrestleMania 34, and you didn't quite get to get over to meet him, but it's okay now. bringing this up right now, Johnny? Cheaper's <laughs> sakes, Johnny Cadillac here on... No punches pulled on the fucking Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast here. I think we did talk about when when we were just a Facebook live show right before the audio podcast, and we and you came on to talk about uh, totally Arctic Pro Wrestling. I think we yeah. we we did talk a little bit about uh, just you at WrestleMania 34 in general and John Cena down there, but it's still like it, it's to me it's still. I mean it's. Very common. Okay, wrestlers in the audience. Obviously, not everyone in that audience is going to be able to meet the wrestler at that moment, especially with yeah. how it's set up. But it, it's it's quite the payoff that you know obviously wasn't planned at the time. That okay, it, it didn't get to happen. But look down years later, you have John Cena doing a video for your show. So like, I mean, he, the those fans he did meet at WrestleMania 34. Uh, what? What is he, besides bringing them entertainment, coming into the WWE ring, going to Hollywood and giving them great movies, but, like, and where they have their John Cena stories, what has he, uh, what has he given to them? He gave them the moment of meeting them, sure, but... <laughs> I'm also, like, trying to say that because I don't want to make John Cena sound like a bad person because he's not, but it's still, like, there's so much more now. <laughs> well, I mean, Johnny, we're, we're on a wrestling podcast if he took pictures with any of those fans, those fans still have those pictures. And let me tell you something. He probably gave him a little something, you know, down in mommy's basement later on, you know, when they're looking <laughs> at those photos. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And then and then if they ever do go to meet John Cena again, I guarantee they're gonna come up to him and they said, Hey, you remember at WrestleMania thirty four in New Orleans? Well, when you were in the crowd waiting for your match against the Undertaker, check out this picture that you clearly wouldn't remember at all that you took with me that night. <laughs> I mean, probably. You're not wrong. <laughs> but, no, and wow. this, and I've, I've, Taryn, uh, Taryn, I'm pretty sure I said it when you were on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast, when you had your own episode. Um, but that's one thing I've really appreciated about um, just getting to know you and, and the friendship I have with you and Des both, but is because I was always one of those fans that was, you know, I was all about the, and I still go to the meet and greets and that. We we know that about me, but it's just, part of it is also working in the wrestling business, but being able to calm down and be like, hey, uh, these these wrestlers are people too. Let's treat them like, you know, friends. 
or just, you know, acquaintances, whatever, instead of, like, having those mark-out moments and, hey, how about instead of asking for an autograph, let the man pee in the bathroom instead? And, I mean, I've never gotten that bad, but it's still... Really like, close, right? What's that? Close, though, right? <laughs> I'm just going to say, I mean, there, there are times where I've been, if I see a wrestler, I'll be like, oh, I met you once before at this time, and... But no, I, I would never go and try to do a, a interaction with somebody in the bathroom. There are lines, and unfortunately, way too many people do cross those. I have just never been one that wants to cross at that extreme. But and that's what we appreciate about you, Johnny. I thought you were talking about lines in a bathroom, and I was like, my nose got a little itchy there, Johnny, when you said that. <laughs> What's going on here now? But I mean, but yeah, no, and so the fact that we'll be hanging out. Uh, for a few days before this upcoming this upcoming cruise where we could be interacting with others and we won't have anyone in there who uh, who's going to just want to mark out and treat them like wrestling royalty and, you know, kiss their butt the whole time. And instead, I'm, I'm pretty confident in the group of people we have. It'll just be a chill, fun environment. So. Well, that's always the goal, man. And and yeah. you saying, like, you know, you're you're in the wrestling business, you know, with your announcing and all that stuff. Um, a lot of people forget I was never around wrestling. Like that, that is literally just, I treat people how I want to be treated, you know? So that, that's like the biggest thing. Like I was never around it. Not until I was an adult, not until I was on the Jericho cruise, which still, even then I'm like, Hey man, you want a drink? What's up? I mean, shit. Cruise one, I have this double fist and drinks walking down the stairs and I fall down. Somebody helps me up. I don't even realize who it is. Then after I get told it was old Christopher Daniels, I just said, thanks, buddy, and carried on with my merry little ways. Thank you. Like, I, I don't care who you are, man. You help me up. That's right on. I don't give a shit. Now, Des, if so. you fell down on cruise one and Christopher Daniels picked him up, uh, helped helped you up, would you uh, would you start following him, him, him from there? Or what would you do? No, I would definitely play up the whole, you saved my life. Let's get a photo together, my savior. And that'd be it. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> Uh, wow! Wow! What? <laughs> I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm giving giving you both praise here, but I'm like, oh, I'll just throw a curveball in there and be like, Des, what would you do in this situation? <laughs> no, I would not have been so cool. I would not have been so cool. I would have been like, uh, 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 uh and then I would be like, my ankle, can you carry me? And <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wardlow, I didn't see you there. Help me out, buddy. <laughs> No, for sure. When I see Wardlow, I'm just going to twist my own ankle so I fall over, and I'm like, somebody able to pick me up? <laughs> but, and, no, Taryn, you did mention that, and that's where I kind of wanted to, I'm not going to say reiterate, but for me, it's the fact that I've worked in the wrestling business and and that I have friends like you and others in our friend group who I, I've seen the interaction. And, I mean, if people saw saw your friendship with cheeseburger they they would they wouldn't think taryn's a fan of cheeseburger and then and uh but i mean i don't even know where i'm going I'm not, with that. i'm not a fan of cheeseburger <laughs> but exactly like he's not he's not a wrestler to you he's he's doug yeah he just doug <laughs> but like but no what i was trying to uh get at though is is for me those those are the two things that helped was the fact that being in the business and being around them just in the business. And I, I know they're not going to want their coworkers to be like, Hey, let's take a picture and let's do all these stories or whatever else. But that's only part of it because then I've, I've met you and, and others who are like, Hey, no, uh, uh, if you want to hang out with the wrestlers, whatever, um, number one, don't ask me. Number two, be chill. Like it's not, it's not, it shouldn't be so much of a science. Like, be yourself. Talk to another person. But it's, it's a hard thing for a lot of other people to really grasp on as at the same time. Well, yeah. I mean, but if they're so deep into it like that, that's just going to be the way they are for the rest of their thinning-haired lives, you know? So, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I mean, look at Des. Des learned very quickly, very easily with me the whole don't ask because I'm not going to introduce you. Des was just with me, and what did I do? Fucking just said, yo, this is my boy Des. And Des, yeah. you know? Yeah. He didn't ask me to do that. I assessed the situation, and I was like, you know what? Des is cool. 
he's in. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, that has worked very well in his favor because he was just like normal around them. So, and yeah. does. Yeah. And does. I mean, maybe not around bands and some of the conversations he's had with them, but like the rest of <laughs> Yeah, I took some real wild leaps with some band, with some people, man. There's some things you say where you're like, you know what? I probably should have thought about that one before I let it out of my mouth. But uh, <laughs> sometimes those leaps pay off, you know. Which I mean, that one did. It was a definite weird conversation, but I mean, I think we're both still buddies with the the lead singer yeah. of that one. Yeah. So I mean, it's pretty cool. So kind of running low on time. We, we, a couple of us have. Uh, places we need to get to and whatever else but i want to ask one more question to each of you is there let's maybe go aside from the jericho cruise or memories through the cruise but is there like some sort of wrestling show or memory or just experience that either one you had that really kind of just stands out to you as just one that you'll always remember favorably over others like Taryn, when you were on caddy chat wrestling talk before you talked about uh, that main event up in your uh, in your area of Canada that was just so embarrassing how fans were with a, a simple CM Punk shirt, John Cena shirt, whatever. Um, but was there, there like a positive memory or two that really sticks out to you as something you want to share at this time that you just um, got to enjoy? Yeah, uh, yeah, 100%. And I'm going to actually take it a little bit away from uh, wrestling itself. Okay, and- that's fine. Well, I mean, it still has to do with wrestling to a certain degree, but there's actually two memories that uh, I will bring up based on this is a TDS show featuring the old Johnny Cadillac podcast here. You know, we're just taking over. Right. Um, number one, Fozzie, 2018, December 3rd, Edmonton. Taryn and Dez reunite one more time right after the first Jericho cruise, and we go buck wild in Edmonton for Fozzie, introduce Desi to old David Benoit, which was awesome. And then uh, fast forward, what, six months later, the damn Dolph Ziggler comedy show. Desi was hung up in a storm. He missed the whole show, but you know what? He showed up, and uh, we had a really nice, like, 12 hours before Taryn was sleepy and had to go to bed. <laughs> so, I mean, th- those are those are pretty two top-tier memories since it is TDS show. I'm going to go with those are... Those will be them. They're both wrestling kind of inspired, so they work, I think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and there's stories you won't forget. So, does you have any anything you'd want to share on that? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that my my biggest sort of wrestling memory that I have, that the biggest one that really changed everything for me that really opened up a lot of stuff was the same thing that Taryn talked about uh just on the cruise, you know, like her introducing me to Chris and and him like, you know, and Spivak was there and and, uh, you know, this, and I remember they were like, yeah, this guy came all the way up from Inuvik from the Arctic coast to be here. And Chris is like, yeah, I right, prove it. And so I, you know, I showed him my driver's license and yeah. So Taryn actually like made a really big sacrifice that night for me. And she decided to choose to stay with me for whatever reason, instead of going off to a really big party, um, you know, upstairs. And so full circle for the last cruise for us to be going upstairs and for us to be, just living the best lives we possibly could be. I think that whole boat, I am really looking forward to the fourth one and what like fun we can have. And maybe even hopefully this is my goal for us is that we get booked on the poster uh, for number five or six or seven or eight or nine. You know, we're still going to be going on them. We're still going to be doing our thing. And hopefully by then we're, you know, we even take over like a bar or a venue when we do a live TDS and they're like, yo, there's a lot of people gathering. Is this an event? And it's like, yeah, it's TDS, and then we become official. <laughs> so, one day, I, we were born on the cruise. It just makes yeah, sense to me. No, I, I think it's it's very, very attainable. I think that's something that we could definitely see at some point is the Taryn and Des logo, your pictures, whatever else on the on the talent poster and everything else. I think something that's very achievable for sure. So, um, I I, I kind of had. I said wrapping things up, but I had another kind of thought I had while we were, while you guys were sharing that. Um, I, when we had Amy Markeski on the show about a month or so ago, uh, one person, her and I talked about, and I think you guys have each had experiences with him and just 
do either of you have any Ted Irvin show uh, stories that you'd like to share? Jericho's that dad. That is a Desi question. Because <laughs> okay. I actually, I think I've met him. I just, I don't really have much for an interaction. But okay. old Desi, Desi the Pooh there, he, he sure does. <laughs> yeah, so I think we talked about this one too. Um, he was like, me and Dean Midgley were just drinking up until 9, 10 in the morning or whatever at the atrium bar. We were still awake, just looking haggard. And Dean laughed because we, every photo we took, I still kind of looked the same. But Dean's hair would just get wilder and he would just look saggier in the eyes. So he stopped wanting to take photos with us. And then Ted Irvine walks up and Ted's like, hey, tell me, tell me, my boy, have you slept at all yet? And I said, no, man. And he's like, please go get some sleep. <laughs> and then we were outside Dave Spivak on the top level. And Ted comes up and he's just hugging me. And he's like, are you still going? And I'm like, yeah, man. And he's <laughs> like, you need to sleep. You need to sleep. And it was so funny because uh, Pete was right beside us and Pete got a bunch of pictures of it. And it was just a really nice moment of of Ted just being so nice. Because I remember I met him on the first cruise um, at Magnum's and he was just so, he thanked me. He thanked everybody he met, I think, that first cruise sure. and maybe beyond. Because this is his son's like vision, right? His Imagine imagine your kids just becoming so big that people are vacationing, wanting to spend so much and give up so much and sacrifice to be on this vacation that he designed. It's so massive. And so, like, yeah, man, it was super nice guy, man. Absolutely. That was one thing I shared with Amy was, like, prior to Cruise 3, it seemed like everybody had their Ted Irvin Jericho Cruise stories, and it was frustrating me because I didn't. I was like, you know, I saw him, but I never really got the chance to talk to him or anything. But then he made himself known to me a couple different times on on Jericho Cruise 3, and I got to see for my hand, um, for myself firsthand, just the genuine guy he is and just how much fun he is just with small comments or whatever else. Um, and I hope that I have some sort of interaction with him again on four leaf clover coming up here in a couple weeks. Cause very, very good dude for sure. So, uh, yep. so with that said, do either of you guys have any closing thoughts coming out of today's episode of caddy chat wrestling talk podcast with the Taryn and Des show? Any like closing statements? Any yeah. catchphrases? Floor is your guys if you sure. want to share anything whatsoever. Just Desi and me are just out here flexing for those of you listening at home. That's our closing <laughs> statements, you know, because that's what we do. We play a big flex game. Boom. Um, other than that, I mean, I guess I can just end my little spiel with the, you know, keep fit and have fun, guys. There you go. I love you, Hobo Ted. I love you. Uh, oh, yeah, and quick shout out to Hobo Ted, the producer for the Taryn and Dez show. He's the best producer a podcast could have. We love you, Hobo Ted. <laughs> I will still plead the fifth of my comments, but I will say it was it was a lot of fun for me having you guys on the show today. Um, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedules, and can't wait to see you guys here in just in a couple weeks in Miami. Woo! Yay! Tony Des show! Yay! Right. DDS! Yeah! <laughs> so, this was another episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast, a kind of crossover with the Taryn and Des show. A lot of fun for me. Hope you guys had fun as well. Um, thank you. Big thank you to both Taryn and Des for coming on. And until next time, this is Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast. My name is Johnny Cadillac. We will see you then. Have a good day, everyone.